You know, sometimes it's the it's the little things that catch you up. It's the it's the fine details. You know, they tell you don't sign a contract unless you've read every single word of it because there may be one or two words that are a little out of context or there may be one or two words that, well, they can make the difference between whether you're rich or you're poor at the end of this negotiation, whether you're free or incarcerated at the end of this negotiation. It's the details, the, the tiny details. But there's an old phrase that says the devil is in the details, and I'm not completely sure that's true, but that's exactly what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. If you've ever dealt with that moment where the kids decide to imitate the cartoons, you know, the cartoon where there's a, you distract him and I'll get away with such and such. And... If you've raised kids, and we have, of all ages, we've had them all their lives. They're now young adults, but we've also got a handful and a house full of grandkids. And trust me when I say the world is changing. Now this second generation, they have a whole new way of looking at the world and a whole new way of getting away with things. What is a distraction? What are the details behind the distraction? And here's something that I've learned in watching young people. The more sophisticated they get, the more detail there is in the distraction that they bring you. An example might be, one of them is about to do something absolutely crazy like, I don't know, paint the dog with nail polish. So the other one comes to you and asks for help with something in order to relocate the dog without being noticed. Well, how do you relocate the dog without being noticed? Well, you've got to get not just the gross attention of someone, hey, look over here. We've seen that, right? Hey, dad, look at me. Okay, yeah, and so the other kid sneaks by. We've all seen that at some level or another. But there's a different level of detail that comes into that distraction when they decide, okay, I, I don't want to just show you that I have a phone. I want you to help me with an app on my phone. And truth is, they could probably do it themselves even easier. In fact, I have one particular grandson that every time I go to visit him, which will be there this weekend, He's three, and he loves to play video games on the Xbox One on the big screen TV. Now, he'll play sometimes on his iPad and let you watch the TV, but normally he wants the video game on the giant TV. Fine. It's his house. He can play the game. What's funny, though, is when he'll get halfway through the game and he'll get stuck. Now, he's been playing this game for an hour or so, and then he'll hand me the controller and go, Poppy, I'm stuck. Help me get fixed. And I realize... I don't know the first thing about the game. I don't know which button to push to make him jump versus run forward or run backward. I, I don't care about video games, so I've never studied them. So I'm in over my head with a three-year-old. Yes, he's way further advanced, especially in the games that he plays, than I will ever be because I don't care. But realize how much attention that takes from me, not just to say, help me with the game. Maybe it's unplug and replug the TV or change the channel back or reset the audio. Those are pretty basic things. No, he wants me to master the level that he hasn't yet mastered when I've never played the game that he is a near pro at at three. See, that that's the kind of distraction 
that it lets the world go by. It lets the spaghetti burn on the stove. It lets the clothes wrinkle in the dryer. It lets the car idle in the garage because you forgot to turn it off after you turned it on for the air conditioner. You see what I'm saying? That level of distraction, the devil is in the details because the deeper you get into solving the problem, dealing with the distraction, the less likely you are to really be observant about what's going on around you. Now, one of the things we hear in leadership circles all the time, and especially in leadership slash management, and I distinguish those because sometimes leadership is a job responsibility and a job title, meaning there are people that report to you, you're, enti- you're expected to manage them. And your entire day really comes down to, did they do the job they were supposed to? Did I have the reports on it I was supposed to? Do I know what they're up to? All of those responsibilities of management fall under your role as a leader. And so that becomes a two-way street. You've got to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do, but you're also supposed to be leading them in the way of influencing them to make better decisions. In that role, you sometimes run into that devil is in the details. Oh, they turned in all their paperwork. They just didn't bother to sign it. And so they know that that kind of kicks things back. I I listened to a a productivity expert one time say, as long as you can put it back on the other person, you kind of keep your own desk clear. In fact, this individual coached people to get that email in your inbox and intentionally ask another question if you're not really ready to field the email itself. Meaning, if you know that what that email demands of you is that you take some specific steps that might add an hour or two to your day and that's not going to let you be as productive as you want to, then kick it back to the other person by asking a question that whether you know the answer to it or not is irrelevant. You're really testing to see if they know the answer, but really what you're doing is stalling answering the question they ask you. The devil is in the details. See, the the truth of distraction is that the grander the distraction, the grander the thing you're being distracted from. Let that one settle in for a minute. The grander, the more elaborate, the larger the distraction, the more grander, the larger, the more elaborate is the thing that you're being distracted from because distractions usually are not unintentional. And some distractions are very specifically crafted. Like, now you see me. They're very specifically crafted. Like a magician who says, the closer you look, the less you see. The more you're paying attention to the sleight of hand, the misdirection, the thing that I told you to look over there at, the less likely you're going to see what's really going on behind the scenes. If I have some elaborate plan that I need to pull off, I don't want you watching all the details of it until I pull them off. That's why, for an example, when we do large events, there's often a pipe and drape set up in the background. Well, part of that is to minimize the distractions of the eye as a viewer is watching what's going on on the platform. But it's also because there's a whole lot of junk hidden back there. Usually all the empty crates and boxes and containers that the AV equipment was brought in. Sometimes the empty boxes of the person who's presenting, it has all their merchandise in it. But the purpose of that backdrop, the purpose of that enormous pipe and drape is to hide stuff that you're not supposed to see. And I still hold the same things true. The more elaborate 
the device to disguise, the more elaborate is the thing they're trying to hide. When your kids get into that place or your employees or your teammates get into that place where there's a whole lot of detail that's going on and in the back of your mind, subconsciously, you know, this is a problem that isn't really a problem. We're, we're spending a whole lot of time on a problem that could have been solved a whole lot easier or really nobody cares about. That's when you better be asking yourself, what is it that they're really hiding? As leaders, as managers, we've got to be astute to that idea. There's a relationship between the devil and the details. It's a devilish thing to intentionally distract, but the more details you throw into it, the less obvious it is that it's a distraction, right? We often get caught up in the process of the distraction and, and not realize we're on a tangent. We're running off down the road somewhere in a place that we don't need to be. We're not solving the problem at hand. We're chasing another problem while it grows three tails. If leadership continues down that path, then you're going to find yourself in a world of unproductivity. But what happens when it's leadership creating the distractions because they don't want you to see what they're really up to? Now, there's a lot to be said on our social political fronts globally right now. And sometimes I literally and intentionally push away for several hours, not keeping up with what's going on on social media or the news or anything else, just to dive into other things that are otherworldly, for an example. I will zoom out by watching videos on UFOs. I will pick up my scriptures and just sit down and read those by themselves or books that seem so ethereal they have no practical application in this life. Why? Because if the devil's in the details, sometimes you got to zoom out from the details and start to look at things like, I don't know, geopolitical relationships and ask yourself, how long have these two countries been at war and will our involvement make any difference at all? Well, what difference does it matter to me? Because I'm not going to war again. I've, I've served my time. I've been out for almost 30 years now. And the likelihood they're going to call me back up is really, really slim. I'm probably not going to be called back on active duty. So why do I care? Well, because I know that wars in foreign lands affect my gas price. When they affect my gas price, they affect the cost of food because Gas prices are the cost of goods sold. Yep, fits right into the bottom line. Those are the devils in the details, right? When we're not aware of what's going on on the larger picture, then we get zoomed in on the details of the electric bill, the, the water bill, the, how out of balance are these prices at the grocery store. We get caught up in those details and we forget that <clears throat> there's a war going on. A war that we've played a major part in. We've, we've spent more money on the Ukrainian war in this year, January 22 to July 22, than we spent on education in the United States in the last five years. The devil's in the details, though. Don't look over there. Don't pay any attention to that. And the money that we have spent on education hasn't really gone to educating the kids. You know that if you're a parent and you've had to buy the supply list, that when I was in school, it was like six or seven items. Now it's six or seven pages. 
<clears throat> and each teacher tends to have their own based on the needs of all the students that you as a parent are contributing to because while every student gets that supply list, not all of them will bring those supplies. So you have to bring enough not only for your child, but for the children who didn't or won't. See, this, these are the devils in the details, right? We, we, we miss out on a school supply. How big a deal is that? Well, I don't know. How many billions of dollars went toward education that should have been spent on school supplies, proper ventilation, heat and air in some of the schools, uh, cleaning up the hallways, repainting the buildings, getting rid of graffiti, making the place safer, whether that's security or door locks or whatever it is. See, there, there's devils in the details. These are the things that we look at, the results of them, and we go, how did we get here? How did this happen? And the truth of the matter is, we've been paying attention to distractions. The distractions that that take over the media, the things that play on the news 24-7, the, the big, I don't know if you've noticed this. It's a little aside, but it's not really an aside. All of the protests, especially the protests that are trying to shout somebody down to shut them up, they usually have one feature that Walkins would be really proud of, and that is the cowbell. It never has a rhythm to it. It's always loud and obnoxious. It's a clanging gong. They will follow the person around who's talking with an unrhythmic clash of the cowbell. That cowbell is designed to be a distraction, an annoyance, just enough to keep you from paying attention. It's kind of a last resort. It's kind of the right in your face version of the distraction. But the banging on windows, the screaming and yelling, the protest signs, all of these things for all of the injustices and no one's asking, why are our kids not safe in a public school? Why has the price of milk gone up? Why have over a hundred food processing plants burned to the ground in less than a year? We haven't seen that in a decade. Yeah, we've seen them happen. Fires happen all the time. Trust me, I was a firefighter. I know. I know how they happen. I get it. But to the volume that they are in a specific arena, that's a little fishy. But the devil's in the details. Pay attention to the clanging gong. Listen, listen to the cowbell in the background. And you'll soon forget that we're at war, spending more money fighting to protect the borders of a country we don't live in than we've spent to protect the country we live in from crime, from out-of-hand politics, from the negotiations that happen behind the pipe and drape. What's going on back there that none of us are privy to? The things happening behind closed doors. It used to be, I have video of myself on the way to the Congo when we traveled through D.C. and we stood on the steps of the Capitol and we videoed ourselves talking to each other on a live stream. And there were thousands of people on the grounds that day. You can't get that close to that building now because of the razor wire and the chain link fence and the people's house is no longer accessible by the people's house. And it makes me think of pipe and drape. And it makes me think if we're pushed this far away from what's going on, what exactly is going on that we're not supposed to see? If the magician is telling me, watch my left hand, you'll never see the bird leave my left hand. Keep an eye on my right hand. It will never leave the end of my arm. Yeah, that's kind of an obvious thing. But the question is, while I'm looking at your right hand that will never leave the end of your arm, what is it you're hiding from me? The devil is in the details. And sometimes the greater the details, the greater the distraction. And the details in the distraction 
are there because what they're hiding from you demands a lot more attention to understand. So they've got to divert your attention for a greater period of time to look deeper into something that really doesn't matter. But by the time you get to the bottom of it, you realize, well, that was a waste of my time and energy. I didn't need to pour over that 32-page contract because it's null and void anyway because we've already signed a no-compete agreement. So the contract doesn't mean anything. Why do we even have a contract if we've already signed a no-compete agreement? Just little details, right? You can spend all your time trying to figure out the details. It's like reading the bibliography without reading the reference books or reading the bibliography without reading the book to begin with. It's a common thing. It's a common thing. But those distractions, they have a purpose. See, the little phrase that I've, I've heard a lot of my life, you've probably heard it as well, is that the Lord works in mysterious ways. Not untrue. The Lord works in mysterious ways. But let me add to that. The Lord works in mysterious ways, but the devil will try anything. And the devil is in the details. He will try to distract, to, to disrupt, to deflect to disregard, to hide from you what's important so he can work on what's not important. Oh yeah, the Lord works in mysterious ways, but the devil is in the details. And if you as a leader are not watching closely enough to realize that's not really a wall, that's just pipe and drape. That's not really the substance that you should be paying attention to. What you need to be looking into is what's behind it. The distraction that takes away your time and digs you deep into details. You better be asking your question, what is hiding behind these details or what is it that I'm not paying attention to? In leadership, we talk about presence. We talk about awareness. You've got to heighten your awareness and heighten your presence in every transaction and every relationship or you will be caught up in the devil of the details. Now, there's a direct relationship there. The Lord works in mysterious ways, but the devil will try anything. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.